Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Press Pass Podcast, a product of the Press Republican newspaper here in Plattsburgh, New York, in lovely Clinton County. I'm Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio, and I'm happy to be here with my sidekick, Night Editor Ben Rowe, to bring you the 76th edition of the Press Pass Podcast. On this Friday afternoon, a beautiful Friday afternoon, October 14th, 2022, and we'll be talking about a few things that have gone on this week and what's coming up. Uh, ben, uh, nice to see you again. Good to see you. We got your booming introduction again, but you know what? I'm gonna leave it in this time. It gets people woken up in the morning. <laughs> well, what did you? What have you been doing? <laughs> I've been tuning it down. Ugh. <laughs> we need the full Joe experience. That's then. right. Got to make a big impact. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we want people to, you know, to sit on the edge of their yes, seats. to sit up. <laughs> uh, so to speak. But anyways, a um, couple things going on today, although I just noticed that, uh, and I don't think it's around here we were discussing, McDonald's now has an adult Happy Meal? Yes, I've heard about that. I cannot confirm it in our local McDonald's, but I have seen it on social media. So... I, I, from what I read quickly, is you can get either a 10-piece McNuggets or a Big Mac, and I'm guessing fries and a drink and a, some kind of toy. <laughs> I wonder what kind of adult toys there are. Now, I've always, my mom and I have always said, is that actually the traditional Happy Meal is actually not that far off from what like a regular serving should be anyway compared to like getting you know a huge Big Mac and all that kind of thing. Is that it's almost like nowadays the kids' meals, the regular size, and then the regular adult meals, like the jumbo American size. And you know I, what I mean? And I think one of the complaints was that they're charging more for the Happy Meal than it, than they would if you just bought the individual Big well, Mac yeah, fries. That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm a little older than you. When I was a kid, we didn't go to McDonald's and Burger King for birthday parties. So, I never had Happy Meals. You never... Am I missing out on something? You never begged Mom and Dad to take you to uh, McDonald's for a Happy Meal? No. They, I don't think Happy Meals existed when I was, <laughs> when I was a kid. In Back the, in, in the old days. Yeah. But we, I did go to McDonald's when I was a kid, but not that often. Because I grew up in Rochester, and there was so many local restaurants that yeah. were way better. And just as uh, affordable. And plus, you know, my Italian mother was an amazing cook. So <laughs> why go to McDonald's? But uh, when we were older in high school, we would sneak over there once in a while. <laughs> but I don't remember Happy Meals. When you were past Happy Meal age, you never got the little toys? Maybe that's more of an 80s thing. Yes. Well, even later, because my kids did. My mm-hmm. kids had Happy Meals with toys. Yes. And then we had so many one time. That my wife actually made a Christmas Christmas wreath out of that. Whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> and she spray painted it gold. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I believe that. And now, I mean, McDonald's has shifted kind of back to being more of an adult catering place. It's, you know, they got rid of Ronald like a decade ago. You'd never see him anymore. And now the McDonald's themselves, there's no play place. They tore that down. Yeah. Now it's like... 
you go there for actual, you know, serious meals. <laughs> well, and they, and they don't like you. They'd rather just go through the drive-through. They don't like it when you eat inside. Yes, <laughs> that's true. That's true. They at some places charge you an in in-store dining fee. Yes, I was like, oh, come on. That's actually well, yeah. Not even as a well, and it fit for COVID, but yeah, is that even if you're going to fast food, you know. Or any kind of place. Who goes inside anymore? You just go through the drive Go through the drive <laughs> um, We didn't have Happy Meals and toys and prizes when I was a kid. Although I do remember one time. I was about 12, maybe. Uh, my cousin and I went to the McDonald's. Uh, it was a Friday night. I think it was after a basketball game or something. And the manager came out and he had some McDonald's t-shirts. And he Whoa. was going to give them to whoever could recite the ingredients of a Big Mac in like four like the, seconds. The commercial of a secret beef sauce. patty, yeah. special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. <laughs> and my cousin did it and he won a t-shirt and he was so excited. <laughs> That's way better than a toy. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one place... Oh, wait, shoot, I lost my... Oh, um, before I go into that is that there was a movie a couple years ago about the invention of McDonald's and it was called The Founder. Um, it was starring um, Michael Keaton. It's a it's a really good movie. A movie, okay. Yes. Mm. Um, it's kind of like a biopic of, um, of the creation of McDonald's and it's pretty exciting. I've seen on the History Channel they have those segments The Food That Built America mm-hmm. and on the fast food segment they, they did an in-depth thing on McDonald's. Is but it, it's fascinating yes there's one scene where he goes to the original mcdonald's and this is like back in what the 40s 50s something like that and he goes up and he's like okay you know i like a hamburger um you know and a drink please and then they go and they give it to him like two minutes later because it's fast food and he's like wait what's this and they're like it's your order and he's like no you gotta cook it no we don't it's already cooked (laughs) it's like whoa (laughs) and then he's like where's the uh, where's the uh fork and knife no, you, you just unwrap it and you eat it. And he's totally, like, mystified by the idea that, that you would just, you know, get your food in this plastic wrapping and just eat it on the go. Is that back in the day? And this was, like, in the time of, like, car hops and that kind of thing. Yes. Is that you'd, like, get a plate of food brought to your car and you'd eat it like normal. A meal. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was a, a new and kind of strange, I guess, concept at the time. Um, but these guys, the McDonald's brothers, they invented the kitchen system yes. that would allow them to do mass produce. Like uh, the, uh, yeah, what the, the assembly, assembly line. line yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. My grandparents are big fans of uh, McDonald's, though. They took me to the, the one right over by the lake with the big play place that had it. Yep. And yeah, that was a lot of good memories there. But one place that you do still eat in, in town, is mainly lobster. And yes, you do. Yes. And my mom and I went there last weekend, and you can never go wrong there. That place has been around a long time. Probably, it has. Probably close to 30 years. I think we did a profile on it like a year or two ago. Yeah, that was like its 30th anniversary or something. Yeah. And it's that my family, who was originally from New Hampshire, where, of course, it's much more seafood-oriented New England than it is around here, is that when we came out, my grandparents discovered that place. It's like, oh, here's a little mecca of <laughs> seafood in the Adirondacks. And so, you know, they actually, they bring over, as they advertise, you know, they bring over real lobsters from Maine and 
real seafood right from you know from the source so yeah and it, it's like i said it's been there a long time but it kind of goes under the radar it does but it, it has a tremendous following yes it's a nice like hidden gem but then um is that what we went there you know on the the staff is always great and they're always very friendly and they bring over and um, they brought over all the condiments. So you got your tartar sauce, you got your ketchup, you got your um, cocktail sauce. And they distinguished and pointed is that this red bottle is your ketchup. This red bottle is your cocktail sauce. We've had some incidents where people have gotten them <laughs> confused. So just to let you know, this is the spicy sauce. This is the regular. And Mom and I are like, you know, who put like cocktail sauce in their fries and it was like oh what is this that's actually not bad <laughs> actually yeah now they say that <laughs> but i can just picture yes yeah, somebody who is not used to seafood coming in and being like oh the ketchup nope that's not ketchup <laughs> no I, I i enjoy that place uh although yes. i don't go there that often i'd like to but when uh, my daughter was young uh, playing plattsburgh youth hockey we used to have uh, fundraisers, youth hockey fundraisers at the restaurant where they would uh, offer a couple choices of meals. One was lobster, I think one was the Yankee Padros mm-hmm. for a special price and the kids would sell the tickets and they would work there that night and serve the oh, that's cool. the customers uh, mm-hmm. to raise money for their th- And the, the people, uh, I think Rick Reynolds uh, was the guy uh, who owns it. Um, at least back then he was. They were wonderful to work with. They helped us out. They were good to the kids. And uh, so, yeah, I like uh, mainly lobster as well, Ben. Yes, I think the the main, like, guy, one of the, I think it's a, a couple that owns it. I think the main guy, he actually, he drives out there in his truck and gets the seafood and <laughs> drives all the way back. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. Um, well, it's probably about a six-hour drive yes. to the coast of Maine <laughs> from here. So that's 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 dedication. Yes, although then the other thing is that I will say that my mom, you know, I was talking to her at the restaurant and we were talking afterward, as you know, it's like, yeah, you know, it was good. And she said, yeah, but do you see those people next to us that ordered a cheeseburger? <laughs> and I'm like, so be aware if you order, um, you know, any landlubber food, mainly also my mom's there, she is going to judge you for that. So <laughs> you go there and you get seafood, you get lobster, you know. Don't get the chicken. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, well, I guess to each their own. Yes, yes, that's true. Yep. But no, definitely give a plug for that. But yeah, no, I like it. Um, what do we have in the headlines today? Well, we got our obligatory food stories done. Yes, <laughs> of course. I was thinking on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, paid parking started in the city of Plattsburgh. And everybody bum, bum, went, bum. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, paid parking. <laughs> I haven't heard a word the rest of the week. Have you? No. No, so, you know, there haven't been big protests. <laughs> the only thing we heard was the item on that Alekas posted. Yes, where the, and I, I think I have heard rumblings of that, of some places um, sympathizing with Parkers. <laughs> you know, you have to pay a little bit more. Um, and I guess, yeah, Alekas is offering some type of a special discount or rebate or something. Think, off your bill. Yes, um, if you had to um, pay for your parking, you know, that kind of thing, which is an interesting capitalistic way to do it, I guess. So, um, is that, you know, um, accommodating, that that's what, and, excuse me, that is what entrepreneurs do, is accommodate to what the situation is. So. Good on them, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still think that if you, it's not that hard to find on-street parking downtown. Well, yes, that's the, that's the part of it, is the fact that, you know, as we reported on, is that, you know, there's, um, 
it's not like wherever you go downtown, you have to pay all the time, you know, no, no matter where. No, there's, there's nuance to it. Is that, you know, yeah, on street parking, you know, that's more freely available. Um, even the, is it the north end of um, Durkee? Yeah. Is, um, yes, yeah, so, so that one's, you know, free use if you need to. So, yeah. If you, if you do some research, you know, um, you'll be able to go. Well, in that same vein, sort of, I think tomorrow, Saturday the 15th, is the last day for outdoor dining downtown. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the weather today's nice. So, if it's nice tomorrow, they might you have know, one last rush of outdoor dining. And as my mom always says, is that if you're determined enough and you drive around enough, you can find, you know, good parking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in some cities, you have to drive around a bit. Mm-hmm. But here, it's not that bad. Well, that's like Burlington. You know, you got to plan a little bit of time into your trip to look for some, some good parking. But Yeah. But, like I said, I haven't heard much um, about that uh, this week. And the other big news that we heard this week from the county was they found a buyer for the nursing home. Um, this uh, Personal health care, I think they're called. They're out of Westchester County. Terrytown. Yep. And they, uh, their proposal was chosen of, among three. And now the legislature will negotiate a final sale price with them. But that looks like... That's moving forward, and I understand why they're doing it. Um, I think it's just a trend. Um, county nursing homes are, for whatever reasons, are more difficult to run. And I think there's only six left in the state. And the Clinton County Nursing Home in Plattsburgh has room for 80 beds, 80, 80 patients. They only had 52. Not because they lacked patients, uh, they don't have staff to serve them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everybody else, they're experiencing a staffing shortage, and those positions are hard to fill. So they opted to sell, and this this company is going to presumably come in and run it more efficiently. I'm sure they have the means and the wherewithal and the experiences to get staff and to, to make a go of it. And uh, we hope it works because we need elderly care in this in this area in this country more and more we do and um i think even beyond your reporting um today is that that name rings a bell um personal health of Terrytown. i feel like as you said you know they have quite a um quite a portfolio of places 21 skilled nursing homes i believe yeah I, i feel like i've heard them mentioned in good terms as far as um their management style so um you know, it seems like it's not just a, you know, little name, you know, we'll send it to somebody. You know, this is a pretty established um, group that they're getting yeah, into. Yeah, and so. they actually have an outpatient rehab facility here in Plattsburgh yes. already. Mm-hmm. So they are they are familiar with the market. Which is good. Is um, You know, is that as you've kind of reported, is that, of course, with anything like this, there's a level of you're placing a big amount of trust in these people to take care of our most vulnerable Oh yeah, I mean the county nursing home has been around. It's been, it's been around quite quite a while, maybe maybe a hundred years, and for the longest time, it would come up once in a while. Should we keep it? Should we sell it? Mm-hmm. And Sam Trombley, who was the longest serving county legislator legislator in the history of the county, he was close to thirty years from Ellenburg area too, was a big big champion of the nursing home. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his he had family in there at times, and it would be over his dead body if they ever sold that nursing home. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fought 
tooth and nail for it, and they kept it, and it was a great uh, asset for the county, a great service. Mm-hmm. But Sam's been gone a while. He passed away of cancer a while back, and things are different now. And, it, you know, it is harder and harder for government to run these types of services. Mm-hmm. Um, more and more services are being uh, sourced out or outsourced to uh, private uh, private companies. Mm-hmm. For better or worse, you know, so. Exactly. And, uh-huh. yeah, and um, is the, you know, um, I remember when down in Elizabethtown, the uh, old Horace Nye um, nursing home, yes. when that was um, sold out to, um, you know, private um, ownership. It was obviously, you know, I don't know, controversial is the right word, but it was, a, you know, a big deal. And um, people are like, you know, yeah, what is this future going to hold for this? So, um, is the, again, I think I mentioned before on this podcast, is that of all the jobs to do, being in charge of people's elderly parents, that kind of thing, gee, that's a, an intimidating job, you know. It, can, it? Be, it, it can be tough. <laughs> yes, so you, you place a lot of trust, again, in these um, groups. So certainly we wish um, everyone well, you know, as it goes forward. So. Yeah, we'll know more about the details of the sale in the next uh, month or so, probably. Is you know, is that I think even, you know, even casually just you hear from people who have parents in nursing homes and I'm not even talking about any cases specifically, but just, you know, you hear, oh, you know, <clears throat> I went and saw them and this and that. And, you know, anytime you have to put a parent in a nursing home, it's always a very concerning um, experience because you're like, they're so far away now that they're out of my hands, you know, it's... um it's heartbreaking. Yes. It really is in mm-hmm. so many ways. Um, and really, you know, let's face it, it's end-of-life care. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not fun on so many levels. Um, and then that makes it harder and all the more sensitive. Uh, yes. So it's, it's a tough... It's a tough thing for sure. And yeah, the county has, you know, been emphasizing um, it's about the quality of care that they're looking for. You know, they're not just looking, as they've said, to, you know, to make a buck is that they're trying to keep it on its legs and that kind of thing. So, which is good. Yeah. Uh, well, like, well, like I said, we'll know more details in a month or so. The state uh, Board of Health has to approve uh, the final sale. Um, but I suspect it'll go pretty smoothly. I think so, too. Um, speaking, staying on the health front, um, our weekly COVID update this week showed um, that the numbers, I think Clinton County got bumped up to a high, high and we had four deaths, four more deaths. Um, so Ben, this isn't over. No, um, as we said before, you know, um, get your boosters. Yes. Um, is I think I saw a report in some paper, USA Today or something, that said um, the numbers are very low for people who have got their booster shots. Which, you know, um, as I was thinking about when I got mine um, two weeks, or was it a week? Two weeks? I think two weeks. When I got mine was, um, it's the classic flu shot thing again. <laughs> of the fact that, you know, oh, I didn't get my flu shot, but it's fine. You know, oh, I didn't get my flu shot, I'll get it sometime. It's like, it's hard to convince people <laughs> to get in and get your shots. Yeah, I mean... Even in the best of times. When vaccines first came out for COVID in December 2020, early 2020, it was all the rage. Yes. Let me get my vaccine. How do I get it? Let me find an easy way. That was a surreal time. (laughs) It was was a high priority. Yes. For many people. Yes. I wish it was everyone, but... (laughs) For a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It's not that way anymore. It's again, it's kind of gone back to the traditional fall yes. vaccine thing, um, 
which, you know, speaks to human nature a bit, is that even, you know, even I'm certainly guilty of it, is that you figure, well, what are the chances, you know, it's not going to happen to me, you know, I won't get the flu and all that stuff, but, you know, why not have the insurance, you know, the the benefit of having it? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, an ounce of prevention. Yes. Um, and, you know, I have to say that us, the media, we've been blamed for some of this. You're not uh, reporting it enough. People aren't aware of the bivalent mm-hmm. vaccine and that it's available. you got to do more. Okay, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Um, but also, when COVID first happened, the health department, the hospital, the county, they were having news conferences. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, out front. You know, putting out information along with us. Mm-hmm. We were pressing the issue and helping. We haven't seen any of that. Mm-hmm. So the healthcare professionals, they could take a role in, I'm being a little critical here, <laughs> they could take a role in promoting the vaccines a little bit better and uh, making uh, people aware that they're out there and that they should get them. Well, yes. And, you know, and I would... To maybe give them a little cover is the fact that you know wringing people's arms to do anything for their health is like you know pulling teeth. <laughs> you know, drink your milk. The government had to like put out a whole campaign to get people to drink their milk and you know go and exercise. You know, is that it's tough. You know, unless you really ring the alarm bells, which I guess maybe the situation warrants. But um, one thing I would say is that. Obviously, I think we all remember back in the yeah the first vaccine days, you had to plan to like sit and or stand or drive in a line for like half an hour before you actually got to the table to get your shot. You know, you had to. It wasn't just walking in in and out. Yeah, you had to wait in the line for my first vaccine and my second um dose. You know, I was probably in that line over at the airport base for like again half an hour, if more than that. Um, Which to me was amazing that it yes. went that fast. Yes. But you didn't have to leave your car. Um, no, no. But for this one, the one that I got two weeks ago for at the um, college at Memorial Hall, I was probably, that line probably lasted me like five minutes, you yeah. know? <laughs> is that, if anyone's wondering, it's not like it used to be. Is that, And that's by nature of how many people are, you know, fortunately not getting it. Right. <laughs> but is that you don't have to think, oh, I got to plan an entire afternoon. No, it's that, again, if you sign up online, you're in and out of there within... Five, ten minutes. So. Well, I think, and I hope I'm wrong, but, you know, we're getting in the middle of October now. In another month, a few weeks, a month or so, when it gets colder, even colder, and more and more people and things are inside, we could get another wave. And what are people going to do then? If they're boosted, they'll be safe. So I don't see why not. And it's everything, it's covered. These shots are free. Yes. So that's the other thing, yeah. Is that you know, come on, you know, you get you can't be free. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, it's that I just I, if, if somebody said they're gonna you know suck me in the eye and they said, but it's free, I'd be like, sure. It's <laughs> <You know? laughs> again, you really can't be, um, you know, something. And again, it's just like you walk in. It, the other thing is the fact that I'm still always amazed when they actually give you the shot, and it's like. Wait, did you did you get it in there? I yeah, didn't feel a thing. Didn't feel. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's done. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. In the past couple of weeks, I had a flu shot, I had the booster shot, and then I got a shingle shot. Hmm. A shingle shot actually hurt a little. Bit. <laughs> but 
But having shingles probably hurts a lot more. Exactly. Exactly. So. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, we could all stand to do things for health. But as far as this goes, this one's an easy one to um, check off your, your list. Yes. So. And again, you know, I'm on my soapbox here. But really, honestly, I just want people to be healthy. And I want this thing to stop. And so nobody has to worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I'm naive, but... I look at this a lot differently. Well, again, it's, you know, ultimately for me, it just comes down to, you know, why not? You know, it's just that it's something that you can do in an afternoon and just, um, you know, it's like um, washing your hands after the bathroom. Which, you know, hopefully all of us do. Well, there was was heavy emphasis on that, wash your hands. I remember that. Remember? Um, Stay home. Everybody's hands. hands were like raw and dry and bleeding. <laughs> yes. The the um, hand sanitizer industry got a literal like bump from Huge boost. how much hand sanitizer. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Uh, what companies benefit from COVID? Um, Zoom has got to be the top yes. one. <laughs> Zoom and masks and um, hand sanitizer, yes. <laughs> For sure. My goodness. Um all right, well, maybe we'll close here with a little bit of sports. Um, oh, yes. Uh, first off, um, Sydney Myers, the great uh, senior Saranac girls soccer player, is closing in on 100 goals for her career. Um, as we record this session, she's out playing right now in Saranac against mm-hmm. Peru, and she scored early in the game to give her 99 goals and... I don't have an update now, but I don't know if she got her 100th or not, but I'm sure she will in the next game or two soon. And that is quite an accomplishment. Yes. So congratulations to Sydney Myers. I have to say, um, my wife was the Saranac girls coach for 32 years, and she coached Sid when she was in 8th, ninth, and 10th grade. And Amber Liberty, Amber Kringle Liberty, has been the coach the last two years. Mm -hmm. And Sid's had a fantastic career. Um, 100 goals is nothing to sneeze at. No, I totally agree. And, um, and that's always an exciting um, story, you know, when they're closing in on it. And then, you know, you finally get that, that historic goal. So. Yes, and our reporter Eric Ryan is out there covering the game, and he's going to talk to Sydney and their coaches and uh, some of her teammates and be putting together a nice feature on uh, – a tremendous player in the next few days. And also I'll say, even as a non-sports person, where you have your at-bats and your field goals and all that stuff, 100 goals, even I can understand why that's one. That's a big deal. <laughs> that's right. It's like bowling 300. Yes. <laughs> that you do Bowling 300 100 times. Anybody <laughs> ever done that? <laughs> and the other big sports local news is tonight's the big game. Uh, Peru versus Mariah in boys football, high school football. We haven't had a big matchup of two undefeated teams like this. It's been a while. I could be wrong, but I can't remember one in recent years. Um, And there's a lot of hype and drama surrounding this. And uh, you got to love it. I mean, you get... Friday night. Friday night, big uh, expectations, uh, two good teams. Um, should be a great showdown. I agree. I agree. And um, and again, is that you know, um, even as a non-sports person, you know, you have the playoffs and you have the championships, 
But when you have, well, you know, coming from Willsboro, and, you know, when we had big Westport games, it's like, yeah, we get to show those, you know, Westporters <laughs> what's what. So it is fun to have local rivalries. Well, rival, yeah. I mean, um, you're going to be a sports person tonight because you're coming with me yes, to the game. And we're going to gonna talk to people. and The big crowd. Yeah, and see what, um, you know, what would spur them to drive almost an hour to watch high school football game. Uh, yeah. Should be so much fun. Although that does remind me of one story is the fact that talking about the big game is that I remember in college just sitting in classes and people's cell phones would go off and there was one you know you have the different rings and text messages there was one particular ringtone that I always heard in the class like dun 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 and I'm like what the heck is that you know everyone has that and it wasn't until much later that I realized that that's the like the ESPN sports center <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> like oh that's what that sound is <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's universal. Yes, so this is definitely a sports center kind of game tonight, yes. So. Yeah, Peru versus Mariah. Peru has a long tradition of football excellence around here. They won the state championship in Class B in 2001. Um, they've been North Country champs many times over. Mariah has a strong tradition in, in boys' uh, high school football. Last several years, they've been a powerhouse, and they've gone to state playoffs. Um, so it should be a heck of a battle tonight. And it looks like we're going to have great weather for it. Yes. Yes, it's yeah, it's great. Um, fall sports weather, yeah, definitely. Yep. I remember um, my first year I worked here. Um, it was in the fall of 85. I was actually in the sports side. Mm-hmm. And it was like late October, maybe early November. It was the last weekend of football. And I think it was uh, Mount Assumption Institute, the mm-hmm. old Catholic school, was hosting, um, it might have been Mariah, or it might have been St. John's, in a game, the last game of the season on a Friday night, it meant nothing. Both teams had only won one or two games, and it was about... 19 degrees and sleeting, freezing rain. <laughs> and I had to go and stand on the sidelines and cover that game. And I was thinking to myself, why? Why am I here? These, this is, these, no offense to the kids, but these two teams, they're not very good. They have no wins. It's the last game of the season. Why are they even playing this game? It was miserable. For the love of the game. Yes, yes, I get it. And um, I remember Wiry was broadcasting the game on radio. I think Mike Manning was still there then. And the press box was an open-air press box. Oh, jeez. And he's trying to broadcast this game in Teeth the freezing, sleeting rain. Oh, my goodness. So people had to... Tonight's game at the Apple Bowl in Peru should have a much more pleasant night. Yes, absolutely. Well, and yes, then we'll get ready to head over there. But in the meantime, um, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, and most importantly at PressPublican.com. And in the meantime, Joe LaTemplio. Thanks, everyone, for listening uh, to our Press Pass podcast once again. Hopefully we'll be back next week to bring you more local news. In the meantime, we wish everybody a little weekside help.